sleeping on the floor. Now my jewelry box froze. Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove. Counted millions in the cold. Bad bitch, booted swole. Got her on bankroll. Can't fold, doesn't know. Headshot, case closed. What is up, guys? It's Andy Priscilla, and this is the show for the realists. Say goodbye to the lies, the fakeness, and delusions of modern society. And welcome to motherfucking reality, guys. Today, we have Q and AF. That is where uh, you submit the Qs, and I give you the uh, A's as fuck. And um, <clears throat> if you're new here, when you tune in, we have multiple formats on the show. It's not a normal interview show or conversation show. Uh, we kind of do a little bit of everything, but it's all geared towards helping make this world a better place in a very unique way, I think. Uh, but anyway, sometimes you will tune in. We'll have Q&AF like today. And this is a personal development episode. This is where you submit your questions. I answer them. Uh, if you're not aware, I had one of the biggest entrepreneurial podcasts of all time called the MSCEO Project. Um, and this is kind of an ode to that, all right? So you could submit your questions to... Uh, email those in, guys, to askandy at andyforsella.com. And I'll answer them, okay? Uh, sometimes when you tune in, we have CTI, which is Cruise the Internet. It's more of a current events, news, uh, comedy-type... Uh, Something. I don't know. It's something. Casserole? <laughs> all right. Is that what it is? Well, you guys love it's your It's kind of like we throw all the shit in the show, <laughs> and then uh, it turns out into something, maybe sometimes. Okay? But basically, what we do is we talk about uh, what's going on in the world. We talk about the underlying issues, and we talk about how we could be solutions to those underlying issues. So you're going to get today, you know, the micro solutions, how you can be better as an individual, how you can run a business better, um, how you can be more successful, how you could be better at life. And then on CTI, it's how we can use our own individuality and our own development to make the world a better place. That's ultimately the theme that we're trying to get across, and we do it in our own unique way. Sometimes when you tune in, we'll have Real Talk. Real Talk is a short five to 20-minute episode. Uh, a lot of you guys probably call it a rant. I just call it the way it is. And um, then sometimes we have Full Length, and Full Length is where uh, <clears throat> we go real deep with uh, you know a guest and... Uh, you know, we we find out how they're. What are you laughing at? I had the best joke. Oh, you guys picked up on my pun. All right, DJ <laughs> didn't get it though. What's that tell you? Yeah, no, yeah. Well, anyway, full length <laughs> goes real deep <laughs> into the issues of uh, how you become successful, how you become interesting, how you become unique. Once in a while, I get somebody on here that completely disagrees with everything I fucking say, and we show the world how similar we really are. Um, but anyhow, that's the gist of the show. Uh, so we always, you know, try to keep it real. That's why it's called Real AF and not Ideal AF. So, uh, yeah, that's what's going on. What's yeah. up? Not much. I actually made a joke. I think J Joe heard me earlier. It was off the mic. No, you didn't get the joke. Everybody else here, no, Syed, I laughed made, the hardest out of everybody. I made one before that, though. Huh? And you were like, you don't know what to call it. It's like a casserole. And I was like, yeah, you know, you know, you guys like your casseroles. Oh, you guys? <laughs> what do you mean, you guys? It's just my inherent racism. What do you mean, <laughs> you guys? What do you mean, you people? Oh, man. What's going on, though, man? I'm feeling oppressed. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean, you guys? I got an idea. You can go make like a, 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 a long ass fucking a casserole, with no, casserole with no salt. <laughs> <laughs> add, add the raisins. <laughs> Throw some raises in that bitch. Yeah, that's it. Oh fuck, dude. <clears throat> Maybe do some square dancing afterwards. 
<laughs> punch a couple of drywalls, you know. Oh fuck. Whatever no. you got. That's only do. after I drink my first form energy. There drink. you go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the green one. <laughs> Quick word from our sponsors. <laughs> there are no ads on the show. First form energy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. There's something wrong with all of us. Hey. We just we just don't lie about it. Hey, that's it. Yeah. That's the so, truth. I don't know what it is, dude. Everybody truth. out. People try to fucking call me names and shit. And they're like, ah, oh. I'm like, yeah, bro, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, fuck it, dude. Just found out. Like, I'm just a regular fucking dude yeah. trying out here to fucking swim, bro. Like, yeah. anyway, what's up, man? I got some good ones for you. No. Yeah, I know. It's surprising. I've, you do? Yeah. I mean, I think they're pretty good. <laughs> I'm shocked. My daughter, are you shocked? Super shocked. Yeah, super shocked. Yeah. <laughs> Listen to that personality over there. I think it came with a haircut. Yeah. That's a good haircut. No, it is clean. Yeah. What do they call that thing? Some dot. Midlife crisis. <laughs> the what? Midlife crisis. Bro, he's not midlife yet. No, he's not. But you don't even have hair. Yeah. I have hair. Yeah. Quit oppressing us. But I have way more hey, hair. Did you feel oppressed too? Yes. Very oppressed. Yeah. I'm not even fucking wise. Who's our HR in this fucking room? Your bro? cousin? <laughs> no, she, that's not, that's not, we're Oh, a this different is a different company. company. Okay. Yeah. Well, well, then that would be Emily. Yeah. That'd be Emily. I don't want to, I don't want to talk to him. Say HR. I'm going to fucking tell Emily. Oh, on, bro. Please don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I meet her, I feel like I'm getting fired, bro. Like, hey, she don't play. No, she's no yeah. nonsense, bro. She don't play. No bro. nonsense. No nonsense. Yeah, but you no, know, I, I do got some good ones for you though, if you want them. I um, do. Let's do it. Listen to get into this. Uh, Andy, question number one. Not everyone working for you will have the same passion as drive as you. Mm -hmm. So, how do you work with and manage the people uh, who have a lot of potential but just don't necessarily have the same desires to improve or is driven, um, but they're comfortable in their current role? How do you how do you manage those those employees? Well, I think first of all, from a leadership perspective, you have to realize that you're going to have you. This is the reality, bro. You're going to have people who are going to do maybe what you consider less than their potential. Um, for their whole lives. Mm. You know, not everybody is built to live up to their own potential. I believe that almost every human is, is unlimited in potential. And I also believe that almost every human is limited in potential by the environment they were, you know, exposed to growing up. Mm. Um, so, you know, you have, I don't know, 25 years of fucking limitations built up in someone's brain by the time they're 25 years old. You know, that's a lot to work through if they came through the wrong environment. That's why this indoctrination in the schools is such a big deal. Um, and that's why I'm so passionate about talking about it. That's why I've written children's books. Like, that's mm -hmm. why I do these things, because I understand how hard it is to unwind. Because being in business, I have run across, you know, a lot of people who I know for sure had a lot more potential than what they believed they actually had. And it's very hard to get someone to do that. Um, and, and some people never will. Some people will never. And, and, and you have to understand, dude, some people have a different worldview of how their life should lurk, look on a daily basis. Yeah. You know, as entrepreneurs, <clears throat> we become obsessed. You know, we become uh, obsessed with the mission. And that's our role. That's what we're supposed to do. That's why there's so few of us. Um, but... <sighs> You know, you can't expect everybody else when they don't own the company or they don't have an equity position or they don't have a this or a that to have that exact same passion you have. 
And that's why it's important to have a strong mission because the mission of whatever it is your company's trying to do is should ideally be what it is your people are passionate about, mm. right? Whatever that problem is that you're solving as a company or organization or as a team, that's what you want them to be passionate about, not so much the passionate about your company, mm. okay? So a lot of people like, you know, they confuse those two and it, and it should be very close to the same thing and it should be confusing, but it's not quite the same thing, right? Being passionate about, you know, serving your customers the best possible way will automatically overflow into the results for the company. Right. And that's what you ultimately want. And so, you know, if you have a good mission and you're, and you're truly dedicated to that mission, um, I believe that's the best way to get people to rise to their potential because they're doing something that they believe in, that they believe is important, that they believe is worthy of pursuing, and they naturally want to do that better. So they will, they will start to step into their own power in that way. Yeah. Um, so having a strong mission and being aligned with the mission in a very real way uh, is, is paramount to getting people to buy into their own potential. The other things that you can do is encourage personal development, you know, show them where to read, encourage them to read, uh, you know, encourage, encourage their own personal development. Like, you know, I tell everybody here, you know, I, I, you, your personal development on your own time, that's, that's an investment in your future paycheck, mm -hmm. you know, and that's how people have to look at it. Like a lot of people have the wrong idea. You know, they go home at night, they, they fucking, you know, do a half-ass job. If we're being honest at work, they half-ass. Okay. And most companies will tolerate half-ass. All right. And then they go home and they do this over and over and over the same repetitive cycle for years and years and years and years and years. And then they get bitter because they haven't progressed to that next level. Well, what they missed is they haven't done their part. Right. Right. And their part is improving your skill set in your own time. That's a reality of getting better, bro. Like nobody owes you shit. No company out there owes you shit. No fucking entrepreneur that you have a job at owes you shit. And if you really want shit, you have to become undeniably skilled to where you almost leverage your employer into keeping you and paying you well because you're too fucking good. Mm -hmm. And that's the game. But people don't get that. They've been taught with this like weak, you know, socialist mentality, uh, communist mentality that, you know, if I show up every day for 30 years and I do fucking bullshit work, I deserve part of the company. No, you fucking don't. It doesn't fucking work that way. It's never worked that way. It ain't ever going to work that way because the motherfuckers that own the companies will just go do some other shit. Okay, so you're never getting a free ride anywhere and everybody needs to fucking understand that. True. Okay, if you don't fucking read and you don't put time into your fucking fitness and you don't put time in developing your mental and you don't make more money, that's your fucking fault. That's not your company's fucking fault. That's it. It's your responsibility to get better. If you can't get better, then you ain't going to get fucking paid. That's reality. So my ultimate fucking thing is, is letting them know the reality. Like I've said, and these guys are all shaking their head in the studio. I, they've heard me say a hundred times to my own company, your job is to get so fucking good that when you come to me and ask for a raise, I cannot fucking say no because you're too good. Yeah. yeah. That's, I say that to my own people. You know how many of them do it? A few, but I'm just saying like, that's the, that's the game everywhere. That's the game everywhere. Like no matter where the fuck you work, 
You have to be so good that they can't fucking allow you to go. And if they allow you to go, you're going to be fucking okay because there's going to be people that pay you for your shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Well, worst case scenario, you go work for a fucking competitor. And listen, man. Kill the last business. Bro, bro, listen. Yeah, I mean, that's not a good thing to do. That's never a good look because, like, dude, that creates lawsuits and all kinds of legal shit. But the point is, you know, you you should be taking your own development serious to a point of the the level the level of obsession that the entrepreneur has on their own business. Like, if you can obsess over your own skill set. The way an entrepreneur, like somebody like me, obsesses over the fucking business, bro, you're going to fucking run a, you, that's how you build the equivalent of a, of a fucking, you know, iconic brand out of your own human self. Like yeah. you're a brand, bro. Like your body, your fucking mind, who you are, how you sound, what you talk. That's a brand to everybody else. That's how you got to fucking think about it. So what do you want your brand to be? Do you want your brand to be fucking, uh, 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 underachieving, apathetic, lazy, unhealthy, out of shape, uh, you know, weak, unintelligent, uh, you know, fucking piece of shit? Or do you want your brand to, to stand for fucking excellence? And do you want to go to sleep at night knowing that by you simply being alive because of the standards that you live at, the world's getting a better, becoming better because they're able to watch you do what you do. And that's a responsibility that we've lost here in America. So, like, if you motherfuckers would just take it and understand how the way it really works, which is you're in control, okay, even if the world's fucking raining down fire and brimstone on your motherfucking ass right now, and it is the worst fucking time of your life, in 30 to fucking 90 days, if you fucking keep it moving and watch what you eat, drink water, read the right shit, keep it moving, you're going to be... 10 times better because dude if you could get better in the times that would destroy other people how good can you do when times are fucking normal Mm. you know so i mean i'm a little off track here but the point remains you know you guys have to inspire people to pursue their own level of personal excellence inside your organization And 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 you have to let them know that it's not just about them performing for your organization but also, I also tell everybody here, and these guys are again shaking their head yes, uh, that learn as much as you fucking can here because if you go somewhere else, it'll help you fucking dominate. So like, dude, my interest is in their development and what's best for them. And if you make it like that inside your organization or your team, and then you, you build around that, bro, you're going to fucking do really well. Those people will rise. You know, like... This idea of this, like, you you know, <clears throat> most companies are fucking j- a joke, dude. Like, it, it's a cubicle. You walk through. It's somebody's fucking birthday. Oh, it's Karen's birthday in the kitchen today. Got cake. <laughs> we got cake. 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 Hey, Cindy, we got cake. Aren't you coming? Like, that's fucking corporate America, bro. I don't know. I had my cheat meal yesterday. I yeah, <laughs> but I guess it's okay. <laughs> Cause it's, it's, it's birthday. It's birthday. <laughs> so like, dude, like this is the fucking, this is the life we're living. Yeah. And so like, dude, if you become a person of excellence and you're in that office, you're like, Hey, no lady, uh, I ain't no cake. Cause I don't want to look like shit. And you keep it moving. That's going to make people fucking say, think something. Yeah. You know, you could change a whole, 
Bro, here's the, the real problem, dude, in all of this is that people don't understand that you're, <laughs> and I, I struggle with this too, bro. You know, four or five years ago, three years ago, even before I started really getting into my mental development, like when I, even when I was doing MF CEO, like I was a fucking idiot. Okay. Like I thought I was way better than what the fuck I was. You know, I, 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 like my point is, is that even you guys who are seeing successful people who are like, have their shit together and all this shit, there's still so much room for development and so much room to progress. And I didn't realize back then that like how important it was to set a good standard. You know, that's why I was fucking fat. Yeah. That's why I, you know, I didn't, that's why I talked a lot more shit and wasn't as careful with my fucking language. You know what I'm saying? Um, not in curse words ways, but like, you know, maybe I was a little too hard on some people. Maybe, you know, maybe I wasn't, I don't know, but I know I handle things differently now and it works better now. And so, you know, we all mature and we all grow and we all make changes and develop and become better. And your people are no different. The, pre the reason they're not doing it is because you're not inspiring them or creating an, a, a space for them to grow. If people don't think they can grow, if they don't think they can progress, if they don't think they can be a part of something cool that solves real problems, you have a problem in your company. Like, because dude, it's going to be a constant battle of hiring new people, training new people, people leaving, new people coming in. And bro, that's, that's hard to run. It's hard to gain ground when you have that kind of situation. So you should be building your company into a company that inspires growth, inspires development, inspires people to become better, knowing that they'll have a place still under the same roof with a better title and a better salary and a bigger responsibilities and better uh, able to contribute. You know, like the, they have to know that. And if they know that, bro, you're, you'll be surprised how many people will get up and run towards that shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's real. That's real. Follow up on that though, Andy, because you touched a little bit like on the indoctrination stuff. And when we're talking about having younger employees, have wh what would you say would be like an average amount of time, just speaking to the other business owners that have these younger employees that you've witnessed, like what's the average amount of time it takes to get that indoctrination kind of just out? So, you know, it depends. Like if someone's had one of these fucking experiences that humbles the fuck out of them and they're 20 years old, and they realize that everything they've been told is a fucking lie because they just got their fucking face stomped by the world, that person's usually pretty receptive to hearing a different perspective. You know what I'm saying? Or someone who's 30 who just went through their first divorce, who just lost all their shit and has to start over, and you're saying, okay, well, you know, and they're... See, people with perspective of, of how it isn't can recognize the new path more easily than someone without a perspective. Meaning like, if I bring someone into our build, building who's 35 years old and having some life experience, they actually appreciate what we do here more than the 20 year old that's never had a real job. All right. Yeah. Cause you, unless that person's been through some real fucking shit. Okay. So you have to understand that people come to this place of readiness to, to improve and develop at different times of life. That's why, when you guys say, well, you've told that story before. No shit, motherfucker. But there's people that need to fucking hear it now. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. we all come to it at different points of time. So I wouldn't say there's an actual age for that or a time period that needs to unwind it. Because the truth is, what I've experienced 
in almost every scenario is that someone, it, it takes someone really hitting rock bottom to be open to hearing uh, a new path because like our egos get in the way of us being able to recognize what we were actually believing in or do. It's kind of like what's going on with this bullshit in the world. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. there's lots of people who have built their identity around. I'm a fucking, you know, with the Democrats and this and that. And now all of a sudden there's all this crazy shit going on. And these people are riding the wave into the fucking, you know, bottom of the abyss. And, and, you know, privately they'll say, dude, I don't really believe in any of this shit, but I can't go with them. Exactly. Well, why can't you go with them? Yeah, I already told Andy, fuck off. He's a fucking conspiracy. Yeah. Theorist. But my point is, is dude, you don't want to be the person who allows their ego to ride them to the bottom of the fucking barrel before you recognize that that's what's fucking you up. You know what I'm saying? And that's yeah. why having humility, that's where humility is super fucking valuable. Okay. You're never as good as you think you are. And you're never as bad as you think you are. When the whole world's telling you that you're fucking amazing, you ain't. You're still that same fat motherfucker that grew up on the gravel road, bro. Mm. Get it? Mm. I'm talking about myself. Yeah. You know, when the whole world's raining on me and saying, dude, you're a piece of shit. You're a this, you're a that. You're a fucking blah, blah, blah which happens all the time because I speak out against the biggest fucking people on the fucking planet. Um, you know what I remember? I think about all the fucking lives I've changed. I think about all the good I've developed. I think about fucking all the, the things I've done and accomplished. And I realize, well, you know, fuck them. So it's like, you know, you gotta be, you got, you gotta be real with yourself. You know what I'm saying? And that's why it's important to build yourself into somebody that you're proud of because when, when your time comes, which it comes for everybody in this culture, Right. In this fucking cancel fucking hater culture where everybody wants to, you know, instead of waiting for someone to succeed and watching someone fucking win and cheering for it like like winners do, you know, the majority of the population is is trained to watch people stumble and fall. Praying for the downfall. Yeah. And it's yeah. fucking ridiculous, dude. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's and then they wonder why their lives suck. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I try to tell them for fucking how many years, how many years now? Um, if you wish for people to fail in your heart, if you, if you do that, if you, even if you don't fucking type it, like, even if you see somebody hating on someone you think and, it, and yeah. you're like, ha 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 ha, bro, you're going to get yours. Mm -hmm. That's the way the fucking world works. So that's real. that's real guys. Moving on to question number two, Andy, what have you found to be the best way to ask for help without it appearing, uh, as to be coming from a place of weakness? What difference does it make if it comes from a place of weakness? Yeah. Everybody's weak at sometimes. That's everybody's weak sometimes. We all go through periods of weakness. We all go through periods of strength. The idea is to build yourself into a strong person. That doesn't mean you're immune from having weak moments. Mm. <clears throat> so you shouldn't be ashamed of weakness. We have too much shame in the world, bro. You know, there's too much fucking pressure. You know, everybody's moves on fucking online. Everybody's picking everybody apart. Everybody's shaming everybody for fucking every fucking decision they make. It's fucking ridiculous. That's not how humans are supposed to live. And so unfortunately, you're going to have to let it go because I don't think the whole world's just going to flip a switch overnight. Yeah. I think there's a lot of low level, low awareness humans out there that are always going to be the loudest. And that's the reality. So you have to not give a fuck whenever they, what they think is embarrassing or shameful or, you know, like, um, you know, pe people talk about men's mental health. You know, it's a big topic right now. And it's a real thing, man, because like, you know, <clears throat> men are the fucking, you know, they're the fucking shit of the world right now. And like, 
they don't have, you know, they're, they're expected to be strong and be this and that. And you fucking should be. But like, dude, it's okay to come to your homie and say, hey, bro, I'm fucking struggling, dude. Like, don't think that I don't have that. Like, I fucking have those times. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't fucking, I don't sit there and fucking strategize how I'm going to appear to be strong if I ain't strong. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, how do I, how do you do that? Like, what's the point of that? Like, that's just stupid ego shit, bro, that you don't need in your life. You know, like, it's okay to be weak sometimes, but only if you intend to do something about being weak, right? And be stronger and improve and get through it and persevere and overcome it. You know, I was on Megan Kelly's fucking show yesterday, which, by the way, was awesome. Awesome show. And um, she's amazing. And, and you know, I'm, I really tried to act like a normal human on the show and not curse and interrupt her and do all this shit. Yeah, you can curse. Fuck. Yeah. Well, look, man, I'm not trying to, I'm not, did you listen to it? I listened to that part. Yeah. Yeah. Well, dude, look, man, like these are real media people, bro. So like, you know, I don't know the fucking rules, man. Those those people usually stay away from me. So, uh, so I was on the show and we got on the topic of, of the professional victims, you know, she actually posted a clip of it on her fucking Instagram. And, um, you know, it's, it's not just a problem that we see here on Real AF, and it's not just Andy being an asshole. Like, there's a lot of people out there, a lot of you, who continuously uh, get attention for your own weakness, okay? You post your sad story. You, 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 are, you, you ride it under the flag of being vulnerable and being real and being this and that. And the reason you keep doing it is because people keep interacting with it because most people have fucking good hearts. But the truth of the matter is, all those people that are saying, oh, I'm so sorry, blah, blah, blah. Half, so of the, half of those motherfuckers are happy it's happening to you. Mm. Okay, so that's the first thing, all right? So, like, when you do have a moment of weakness and you do have a moment of vulnerability, in my opinion, I don't think it belongs on the fucking internet for attention. No. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of reasons why. Also, you know, when, when your enemies see the, the, a, a fucking crack, they go hard in on that crack. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah. like, you should be confiding your friends, people that you trust, a significant other, maybe a mentor figure, you know, like, but at the end of the day, dude, like no matter what the fuck you're going through, no matter how hard it is, no matter how fucking vulnerable you, you feel you need to be, um, everything's going to work out if you keep moving. And so vulnerability to me only is cool if you're planning on fucking overcoming it yeah. and showing people like, hey, this is what I overcame. Not what I sit and waller in for the rest of my life. Like, like, like. Yeah. Comment, like comment, comment. Dude, it's just, a, it's just a disgusting trend that's happened over the last five years. And um, it needs to end. Because it, 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 it creates an identity for people that they cannot escape. And because that most, it's because most humans are not aware enough to understand the identity that they're creating for themselves. Like, they don't, like, whatever you say about yourself, like, oh, you know, everybody fucking hates me. Like, you say that shit, your mind starts believing it, and you build this little circle around you that, like, you can't escape from. And it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yep, because your so, mind has to justify it. Yeah, so you, you know? start looking for all the people that disagree with you. See, there yeah, it is. Right, exactly, yeah. dude. Yeah. And, like, everybody does this with certain elements. You know, some people do it with being happy. They pretend to be fucking happy all the time. And, you know, their brand is... I'm the happy person. And like they, you know, like, and then they end up being like, fuck, dude, I can't talk to anybody because everybody depends on me to be happy. Bullshit. That's your ego talking. Nobody really fucking gives a fuck. Let's be real. Everybody gets it. 
And and this idea of out this idea out there that like, you know, there's these perfect fucking people and like, like isn't it weird how all the critics are always the most perfect? You see what I'm saying? Right. Like, bro, it's hypocrisy. It's stupid. It's bad for culture. It's bad for fucking development. And it's really bad for young adults that don't have a sense of who the fuck they are yet. Guys, our third and final question, Andy, question number three. I've always aspired to start my own business. I'm a chiropractor um, and I'm coming out of school. I'm nervous because I don't know much about business itself or being a doctor in the real world for that matter. I have the opportunity to work for another doctor for two to three years, receive mentorship and hands-on training and getting paid while I'm doing it, et cetera. Question is, am I setting myself back or building myself up? Look, man, um, I think the fact, let me start with this. The fact that you're aware that there are two elements, there's your professional skill set, and then there's your business skill set is a massive advantage over most of these kind of entrepreneurs. Most doctors, most uh, architects, most lawyers, mo most chiropractors, they don't ever think about the business skill set that they need. They only think about the skill set. Okay. Professional skill set. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and dude, when you pick one of these professional professions, you have to understand both if you're going to be successful. So a lot of these people in the, in these fields that I just mentioned, these specialized fields, um, they neglect the idea of being good at that for, forever until they need it. And then by the time you need it, you're still 10 years away from, from having it. So that's the fact that you're aware of it is an amazing sign that you're going to learn and be okay. Um, I would say that's the solution in itself. Usually, dude, if you're a go-getter, if you're a person who is, is ambitious, if you're someone who wants to make it and you become aware of a problem, you do you not usually find a way to work with it or solve it? And so recognize and have some peace in the understanding that when you become aware that you need something, you're naturally going to seek it out. So like that anxiety that this person feels about like, what, am I doing the right thing or am I doing not? No, motherfucker. The, the fact that you fucking even understand that you have to build these skills is a sign that you're going to build these skills and be okay. That's how you should see it. Because most doctors, dude, you know how many fucking doctors try to talk to me about fucking business? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, bro, like I employ people like you. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like the fuck you talking about? Right. Right. For real. Right. Because they went to some fucking school. Or they, you know, oh, I went to school for 12 years. Well, fuck, I didn't. <laughs> cool. Cool story, bro. I got some letters behind my name. Well, so, so do you. So yeah. do I. Yeah. MFCEO. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No shit, bro. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, that's just, you know, and that's an example of previously in the show where we talked about ego uh, keeping you from being able to fucking move forward. Yeah. You know, if you're a professional, dude, architect, chiropractor, doctor, uh, if you're in school for these things and you aren't equally invested in how to build a business around it, you're going to fucking lose. Mm. You know how many fucking guys I know that went to law school that aren't lawyers anymore? A lot. A fucking lot. And you know why they aren't lawyers anymore? Because they couldn't do the business side. Yeah, they're just focused on, I'm a fucking lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, you have to know what you know, and you have to know what you don't know. And most of you doctors out there don't know shit when it comes to business. Yeah. Apparently, you don't know how to read fucking data either. So... That's another story for another time. Yeah, that's a moral show. Yeah, no <laughs> shit. But whatever, man. Um, yeah. My point is, is that, you know, know what you know, know what you don't know. And the fact that you're aware that you need that skill set is going to, bro, this motherfucker, you listen to the show. You're probably listening to two other shows to help you fucking move forward. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
Like, that's great. That means you're doing it. Keep going. Keep going. That's it, man. It's real. Well, guys, Andy, that is three. Go pay the fee. Yeah, guys. I uh, appreciate you. If you found value in the show, please share the show. Sleeping on the floor, now my jewelry box froze Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove, counted millions in the cold Bad bitch, booted swole, got her on bank